0: Hello, residents of Meeple Town. This is Dean Johnny uh, Slater, and today we're going to be talking about our uh, some ten more games. We're, we're in our top fifty games. We're at twenty through eleven this week. So thanks for joining us for episode one hundred and ten. All
1: right, residents of Meeple. Ur, um, are, are, are you? Uh, I think uh, that's how you started the podcast today. By the way, it was a little sloppy, Joe.
0: I wake up you know? every morning. Is that- you know
1: what you would wear? You know what you're wearing today? You're wearing your overalls, and some boots, and a hard hat. What? Because okay. we just had Labor Day, and that's that's what you wear every day.
0: Oh, okay. All right. Good. Just you're like celebrating.
1: That. Did you did you do anything exciting on Labor Day?
0: We I did exciting things over the weekend, but not necessarily on Labor Day. Itself. So you kind of chilled yesterday? I had to go shopping. Oh. I had to buy some clothes. Looks like you're wearing your finest this morning. <laughs> <laughs> my overalls and hard hat? Or are you making fun of no, my I'm actual just... jeans and t-shirt? <laughs>
1: I'm not. No, it's... <laughs> I. You went and bought new clothes and uh, the, the same ones I've seen you wear for years you're wearing this
0: morning. Yeah, no, no, no. You don't get my finest clothes on Meeple Town recording oh. the podcast. Oh, come on. Although we are doing video today, I should have worn my finest. I know he's got. I have his, a lion shirt on. That's pretty, pretty fine.
1: Uh, you've had that lion shirt for a long time.
0: Yeah, it's funny thing. It's is, like an oldie,
1: but a goodie. I, you can't get rid of that. I one.
0: almost wore the exact same thing that you have on now. So maybe you should be thankful that I don't have that on.
1: That shirt is um, your Philadelphia Flyers. What's his name from Goldbergs wears all the time. What's it? What's that guy's name? I've I've watched. What's the brother's name? Barry. Barry. You know how he always wears that Flyers shirt. That's, this is, that's what this is.
0: Actually, not I have really. another one that I wear. More it's not than this. really. Yeah. My black one, I wear a lot more than this one. I feel like.
1: Are you wearing that shirt? Cause you're excited about football starting.
0: Uh, I'm wearing the shirt because I grabbed a t-shirt out of my drawer this morning. Mm. <laughs> I don't put much effort in or thought into what I'm wearing each day. Wow. Yeah.
1: Do you know why I'm Johnny Slater?
0: Yeah, I do. Yes.
1: Because we're old. Yep. That we are. Why don't you tell why don't you tell Meepletown why?
0: I've got a new student. Oh no. <laughs> Are you serious? What is happening here? Decline. Are we gonna leave that in the podcast? Got a, yeah. yeah I let's so. leave it in there. That's I've my got, brother calling me. Uh, I've got a new student named Slater in our group, and I was like, Oh yeah, like AC. A C Slater, because <laughs> he was we're like, in our forties. Uh, I don't
1: know. Do you need me to turn down the air conditioner? <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't
0: understand what you're saying. It does not compute anyway we're we're yeah. older than than my students are in fact, they remind me that back when I was in high school or even college or even getting engaged to my wife that they weren't even born yet so so there's that so
1: not knowing a c slater is like you know when Tom Haverford has my oh no no list for his women yes uh-huh and that's 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 a oh no no
0: that's do you think that the Nah, it's a
1: It's not. I. I. I don't I have no doubt in my mind. It is would be extremely common for anyone that student's age to have no idea who that is.
0: Yeah, but it's Saved by the Bell. It's classic, right? I
1: mean, it is to us.
0: I had a an opportunity. I watched that every
1: Saturday morning, bro.
0: <laughs> I had an opportunity one time. This actually just made me think of Brooklyn Nine Nine, but uh, I had an opportunity. In middle school, I think they were, uh, Mario Lopez, A.C. Slater was at the mall. Because he did, you know, they did the mall tour back in the day. What mall? Where were you Uh, at? I'm wanting to say, I don't think this was in Michigan. I think I was in Tennessee at this point. I think it was in Huntsville. Okay. If I remember right. Anyway, you remember them, like, celebrities doing the mall tours back in the day? Not much. But anyway, it made me think of Brooklyn Nine-Nine because uh, the the personal assistant to, uh, what's her name? the real funny one, the, what, (laughs) the non-cop that's in Brooklyn nine, nine. What's her name? Uh,
1: Oh, uh, Chelsea, whatever's her real name. Um,
0: Oh my goodness. Why can't I think of her real name or her? her, (laughs) her, Why can't I think of her name on the show? Anyway, she, they go to search her apartment at one point and she's got Mario Lopez's hair in her, in her apartment. You remember that? Okay. Anyway,
1: so, those who like, uh, you know, television comedies, Gina Loretti. Gina Linetti, That's right. Linetti. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Chelsea Peretti, Gina Linetti. think they did that on
0: purpose. Oh, that's her real name, Chelsea mm-hmm. Peretti. Peretti. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's clever. That's clever.
1: All right. I'm really hungry for some Italian food. No, like before this podcast started that Dean showed me there's an Italian joint that's new to our area around here and he was showing me these pastas and stuff and it was looking pretty good.
0: I don't even think it's that new. I just think it's we've we've not heard of it because it's in a a small town outside of our town.
1: Uh, we're better than that town
0: okay yeah they're like the Eagletons and they it's actually called Eagleville We are Eagleton. Actually, sorry, it's yeah. to reverse. Yes, yeah, they're Pawnee. Sorry.
1: Yeah, Pawnee. No, 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 no. Yeah, we're Pawnee. Why are they Eagleton? They're in Eagleville. Yes, and we say, you say, you know, you say Eagleville, it's a bunch of country rednecks out there.
0: Yep, we're Pawnee. They're Eagleton. or they're Eagleville, and they have a Eagleville. Italian restaurant out there that is Eagleville. incredible. It's amazing. One of the best, nay, the best in the area. How about wow. that? Could
1: anything good come out of Eagleville? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Pasta. Pasta can come out of Eagleville. Uh, we'll see. All right. We're going to be talking about games in a little bit. We're going to be getting to our list. But, you know, we haven't really talked about games we've been playing lately much since we started this list. Because
1: we've been doing, yeah, the once a week thing. We, we've got a couple chatters, a little, little something to chat about for a f- few minutes, then we'll get into our top 10. So yeah. if you are new to our podcast and you're clicking on this because you say Meeple Town's top, what, 20 to 11, just bear with us for a moment. So, speaking of bear with us, I got I got to share this. Okay, all right. I'm in Gatlinburg last week. Like oh, it's a bear the story. cabin. Okay, fixing up the cabin. My kids see two little little cuddly bears coming out of the this drain pipe. Well, you know, an hour or so later, my dad's truck doors open and my mom goes over there and there is a uh, a Pepsi like a fountain drink uh, style cup that has like a bite out of it and Pepsi's all over.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: truck. Well, my dad's like, oh, probably wasn't anything. Mom's like, I think a bear got in your truck. He's like, nah, you know. Well, a day or two later, we're packing up and he's got his truck door wide open. And I say, Dad, close your truck door. Well, I ain't no bears around here. I ain't gonna get, you know, I hadn't seen it with my own eyes kind of thing. (laughs) And he's... What else would have bitten the... He he didn't know. I don't know. Okay, all right. (laughs) And, uh... I'm downstairs and I hear uh, a loud holler, and I won't say what was said. And I run upstairs and there's three bear cubs around his truck, and Dad's out there, get on out. Then all of a sudden, Mama Bear oh, no. crawls out of his truck.
2: <laughs> what?
1: Oh no! There was four bears just like trying to find food and scavenge, and all I had a I had a bunch of Keurig pods. Because I was going to get them for the cabin, and uh, and they were just strewn all over my driveway. you <laughs> oh, so no yeah,
0: respect those. Bears. No,
1: and Dad was like, "Get on out of here!" And I'm like, "Dad, you're over seventy. I love you. <laughs> Back away a little bit, and uh. I can try to shoe them, okay?" And then they just looked at him like, "Okay," and just walked off. Like, that looked, was it, it was those like those bears yeah. in
0: Gatlinburg are different kind of bears. I'll tell you that. I, I was standing there one time. And this bear just runs by me, like almost stepped on my foot, just runs right past me in front of me. They're just used to people. That's rude. That's it. No excuse me, nothing. No, we are taking this home, so that's probably why, but it's just different, right? Like, Yeah. And and here's, here's what happens, though. You get comfortable with that, right? Yeah. So people are like, oh, look at the bear. Let me get as close as I possibly and can. Like, mm. Forget that. Hey, this is a wild animal, people. That's a very good story, John. I like that one. Oof. Yeah. I don't know.
1: Yeah, that was a good story, though.
0: Okay.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it was a little wild.
0: This was your. This was yeah. your story. That's yeah, that you, We it. only each get one. Yeah, story we were really close
1: was... to bear. We were really close to some bears, and Dad was not afraid, and the bears weren't afraid of him.
0: Okay. All right. Did you replace your Keurig
1: pods? Uh, no, because my. <clears throat> so my Keurig, I don't really. Li- I don't like Keurig. I don't either. A. And they, there was a Keurig maker there. But and, I have one, by the way. It's, ah, yeah, well, I'm done with it. My wife, I, Yeah, anyways. Keurigs suck. So if, if anyone's out there listening that makes Keurig, I think they make pretty mediocre at best coffee pots. And if, especially if you buy the cheap ones, you know, like the little cheap ones. Well, the cabin had one of those little cheap ones, and I knew. And guess what happened? Guess what? I turn it on, it starts leaking all over the counter. And... Uh, my real estate mentor who has a bunch of properties up there said the very first thing I tell all my people is as soon as that Keurig breaks get it the heck out of here those things suck and they break all the time Mm. just don't deal with having to replace them constantly and so I was like sold so I've got like a hundred Keurig cups at my house now (laughs) Well, probably like 85 because the bears got it (laughs) I picked them up I probably have some with, like, bear saliva on it, so it'll give it a little little tang.
0: Bears beats Battlestar Galactica.
1: All right, so a couple board game things. Yeah, let
0: me talk about a board game thing that happened. So <laughs> let me talk about a couple of things. One is a delayed podcast episode that I was hoping to get out because— Oh, you didn't get it out? No. Are, uh, you, oh, oh, okay. Are you subscribed to Meeple Town? Well, I thought that one? you did,
1: and that's why I was confused, and then my brain went, never mind, he's talking about the Darren one.
0: Yeah, no, 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 we're so we're yeah, we got the last episode out. but we were gonna do a bonus episode while John was out because we did an interview. Uh, we did a top five with uh, with Rick from Gamepoint, did an interview with Ivy Studios and and I wanted to get an interview with with our buddy Darren, who is representing Meeple Town at GenCon. And he's got a lot of cool stuff that that he's talked about. But we we're like, okay, let's we can record this or we can get together at Gamepoint because he was in town for for a couple days or we can get together in game point and just play games. What would you choose, John?
1: I would have invited you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that, that wasn't an option. Inviting you was not one of the options. Oh, Dean, and, Dean was yeah.
1: like, I had this incredible game time with Darren and I'm like, wow. Thanks
0: for the invite, Dean. I wouldn't have gone but <laughs> we actually have this thread. It's like do not invite John to this game time. This, oh i see how it goes public invite jonathan was there steven was there it was all of meeple town i mean it was crazy no it was just John, uh, it was darren and i game point opens up at 7 a.m we got there at 7 a.m i was there before anyone else but then wow I, let me tell you what though the crowds came in very quickly after me that place was packed really early yes yes yeah, it was, it was pretty nuts. But anyway, I got there at 7, got the game set up. We got some breakfast there. The food's great over there, by the way. What did you have? I got Pre-Birds a... Pre-Birds or Future-Birds? This time I just got an egg and cheese bis- uh, uh, bagel. Is that Why what I got? Say, yeah, egg and we, cheese we, bagel. We
1: are, we started to do the Tom Haverford stuff from oh, now on. Oh, chicken, 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 parm, parm. No, you had a pre-Bird. <laughs> anyway. <clears throat> That's what I call eggs, pre-Birds or Future-Birds.
0: The games that we were going to set up, we wanted to get some some shelf of opportunity games up, and that's a dumb way to say it. We were looking at our list. I hate when people say that shelf of shame (laughs) games, games that are in our collection that we haven't played. These games. I'm a
1: positive guy, but for some reason that irritates me (laughs) because it's like, (laughs) stop buying so many games. (laughs) These have been. Old Man John comes out. Get the games off the shelf. If y'all see you buy one more, I'm going to take your wallet and I'm going to take all the money out of it.
0: The problem with these ones is, you know, the ones that I get now are ones that get played very quickly, partly because I don't really buy a lot of games these days. For the most part, I don't. I've kickstarted some stuff, but they get played very quickly. But I've got some old games that have been sitting around for a while. and this trilogy of Cyclades, Inish, and Kemet, they've been sitting there. Now not, not Kemet. I've played Kemet a ton, but not uh, Cyclades and Inish. Darren also hadn't played them, so we're like, let's play these at two player to keep John out of here. Makes sense. And let's just go for it. Cause this is like the not best player count to play these. They're all area control games. They're all in this trilogy. They don't play exactly so the same way, but they're worse play at two.
1: And I still didn't get the invite. So I must really be, <laughs> <laughs> you must really not want to play
2: with me. <laughs> the
0: worst of the worst oh, or, or worst, Jonathan either. Worse Maybe the worst. you
1: guys just thought you would lose to us. And that's why.
0: No, really, we wanted to get them played. <laughs> okay. That's what it came down to. And I didn't have all day, although it ended up taking a little bit longer. I was supposed to be done by lunch. It was, yeah, it was, it was. We got done
1: uh, around 12. We got to get this done. We don't need John's
0: commentaries Seriously, and his foolishness. Man, like my that would just
1: really drag
0: <laughs> this down and take forever. Let me, I'm going to take literally a minute to explain all three of these games. They're area control. Cyclades, what you're trying to do is you're trying to, in a two-player game, um, build three metropolises, metropoli. Hmm. And you do that by building buildings. Once you get four different buildings, then they all form a metropolis. Or you can like collect, you can do set collection of philosophers and you gain a metropolis. Okay. That's one uh, the first game. Inish has three different win conditions. It's kind of interesting, but you're basically trying to get either oh, I'm not gonna remember what the win conditions are. It's like six, you're trying to be in a territory with six. Um, sanctuaries or control areas where I where you would have six of your people and I control those areas. Or I have presence in six different territories, I okay. think is what it is. That's And it's playing cards. It's card drafting. This one's quite a bit interesting. Cyclades, you're doing some dice rolling, but it's an auction mechanism is kind of the base of it. Ennis, you're doing card drafting, and you play a card back and forth, back and forth. And then Kemet, you are... Uh, doing a lot of different things you're battling similar to blood rage but basically you're trying to get um you're trying to collect i think it's nine points before the other player does and you do that by battling for these different territories and you do it through action selection slash worker placement kind of so i take an action you take an action and it's yeah. basically moving troops around the board um i i really enjoy these games i knew that i love Kemet. in fact was Kim in on my top 50 this year? Do you remember? Do you remember mm. me talking about that? <clears throat> I typically, what? Was, was it in my top huh? 50 games? Oh,
1: sorry. I did, I typically zone out
0: when you oh, monologue for that a while. Makes sense. That was the joke. I can see it on here. Kim is uh, 55 on this list, Ooh. is what I'm looking at. Oh, that so stinks. I knew that I loved that, and, and it is still probably my favorite of all of these. Darren really likes Cyclades as his favorite of all of these, which was pretty interesting because auction at two players is not usually the best. But it just we had a lot of really cool like stand up moments and roll the die and anyway it was really cool. And then Inish was, was a ton of fun as well. This is a, a trilogy you have to play. Have to play, John. You would like all these. Okay. You would especially like Inish and Kemet, I think. I think you'd probably like Cyclades the least. Although you really like Auction. I do like Auction. Okay. I so don't always like that. I don't always nice like rolling. Auction though. I don't know. But I don't know. I think you would like here's what I'm gonna guess. You would like Kemet Inish and in that order. Okay. Okay.
1: Yep. But we'll get these played. We, Since I haven't played any of them, I can't really say much. You Sorry. Came. You should have
0: You should have been there at that day. It was awesome.
1: <laughs> oh yeah. Sorry I couldn't make it. Anyway,
0: this was a lot of fun. Glad we got to do it. Hey, we didn't invite Jonathan or Stephen or Rick or anybody else either. I know. So. Yeah, I know. It's fine. It's not fine. You're upset. <laughs> I'm upset. <laughs>
1: I'm not upset even a little bit. What are you gonna
0: talk about? You got a game?
1: I just like to. I just like the drama.
0: <laughs> i hate drama
1: you should know how many game days i have that i don't invite you to you know
0: i'm aware i see them all the time <laughs> like you send me pictures i i have
1: no games that i want to talk about except for i want to talk about a something conceptual and something oh yeah you know yeah. existential actually and it started this morning with me saying... I don't think it's Oh, it go is. Go for it. Okay. With me saying, hey, I got to play Bora Bora this week. I haven't played that in a while. And Dean said, they're redoing Bora Bora.
0: I don't talk like that. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> yeah, I do, true. don't I? <laughs> now that I say, I don't talk like that. <laughs> you don't really.
1: Okay. And I, and, I, and I was like, that's dumb. Like, all this... Uh, Stefan Feld is my favorite designer, hands down. There's no doubt about it. John there's Delay no one because that, he was getting his soapbox. There's box, no one that, that that competes with him. I am all for reprinting the games that are out of print. Right? Well, I think that's amazing. For whatever reason, Dean, I don't like this, like, redoing all these games. And the art looks not
0: great. <laughs> and like it's like Quisco is is the name of it, it. just
1: remi- I just told it's to me it's similar to like the Beatles when they're just going back and we're going to re-record all of our albums uh throw a little flare a new cover on Sgt Pepper and maybe we'll change a little here and there and i'm like why would you do that i'm i'm actually getting i'm i'm getting frustrated with this this is dumb and i'll i just I, I know sorry queen games and all this and I just hate this idea. Why would you redo things that are like bore, bore that are classic, amazing games? Reprint the thing, reprint it. Great. Everyone should have access to it. But changing it and retheming some of these and it and it doesn't. There's I'm not excited
0: about anything. I don't even give a rat's about this stuff. All right. All right. Hey John, tell me tell me again. Do you own Russian Railroads? I did. This is the defense speaking, by the way. I do. Why, why did you get rid of Russian Railroads? Because
1: I wanted to have all of the expansions and everything. So you with wanted it. to have
0: a re a redoing, like a no, second I, edition of it.
1: I just wanted to have everything in one box.
0: Do you have second editions of any games? Maybe, maybe to call. You don't have to call. Never mind. You don't have that one. I sold it. Okay. I I do what you want to do. I I, I Can I say something? Yeah. Uh-huh. If
1: they came out with. Bora Bora, second edition. Yes, that's exactly what I I would be I was 100% say. for it. Yep. If they call it Kuzco, I, what am I going to go? G- eat some rice, some couscous? I don't know what this is. It's an, it's a city. These are all city-themed
0: games, which I don't love either.
1: I don't like... I don't, I, why would the Beatles... Because, I, I mean, I guess I have that... that Stefan Feld is the Beatles of board games for me. Why would the Beatles make a new album that isn't Sgt. Pepper's... Lonely Hearts Club Band. It's Sergeant Smepper's Lonely Farts Club. Oh something. my goodness! You just like, wanted to say why? Fart. <laughs> why would you do that? Why wouldn't you just do a second edition of Sergeant Pepper's, and maybe you like they have maybe you brighten the colors, right? Because you can now or something like that. Oh. I'm getting ticked.
0: I I'm getting so angry. <laughs> I I'm not too far from you, John. I I yes. Do what you want to do. I mean, if you want to redo it you wanna, yeah. completely, that's fine. I just think that what I've seen so far are lesser versions of what. So for a good example is Bruges. I own Bruges and the expansion, and I have zero desire to get rid of it. Now I do like a couple of the rule things that I've seen that are different. However, I think some of that I can just do. Right, like in in the new version of whatever the Bruges one is, Amsterdam or uh, Hamburg. I think it's I think it's Amsterdam. In that one, instead of having two decks and they're shuffled together, you have a deck for each color, I believe. And there's some other rule changes. I'm fine with those rule changes. I would probably just keep my Bruges because it's so beautiful. I, I love the look of it. I love the. He loves browns and tans. And- yeah. Yeah, I do. <laughs> do, I do. And I don't think I'm the only one that feels that way, but okay, take Bora Bora, for example. All we have is a box cover. Yeah. I think Bora Bora is a cluttered-looking game, but I love it. Mm-hmm. Don't you? I don't disagree with that. The bright colors, the theme is unique for this style of game. I just, the tattooing piece, not tattooing like mm-hmm. Star Wars, but tattooing.
2: Right. I don't Okay, anyway, I, don't think I, I like
0: all that. I think it's cool, and I don't care... I don't care about retheming. Yeah. No, I don't either. And, I, and I think if you're going
1: to redo, like I have no problem with someone redoing Rococo and blowing out the art. What I don't like is redoing the art and it's does. It's just like, okay, that's really not any better. Right. Yeah. I mean, just kind of like when they redid castles of Burgundy the first time, I'm like, eh, like maybe it's incrementally better. Maybe. I mean, if you're going to get like, Ian tool or something to rock it, you know, that's totally different. Sure, sure, and maybe it's just a taste thing for me, but it's just like if you're gonna
0: keep, it just I it's don't always know. it's always a taste thing, right? I mean, yeah. some people are gonna like it. I, I know some people that like the new art for the other ones. My but biggest- does anyone
1: love it? That's what I'm saying. Like, <clears throat> going, wow, that looks like Rococo on the table looks phenomenal. Mm-hmm. If you're gonna redo something, restinking, do it. That's I'mo. Sure. Not to say that the old Rococo looks bad or anything, but I'm like really redo it, and. I just, I just feel like it's, it's like, uh, I would, I don't want to use like a half butt attempt almost like, okay, yeah, we kind of did some stuff that looks different. Oh, now I'm going to say a negative. Maybe, they, they probably have poured their heart and souls into this. And so I'm just some stupid <laughs> couch <laughs> quarterbacking <laughs> reclining like, and I feel kind of bad, but you don't.
0: I'm going to say one more positive thing, or one more negative thing, and then a positive thing. One, the negative thing is, I also don't love the, the box shapes for this. If you have a collection, in, in my mind, I yeah. think. Have them all the same. You want to have them all the same. Yeah, right? I don't get I mean, that at all. It's, it's a weird thing. And and the funny thing is, you have all these Aaliyah games, the Bora Bora, and. They're already the same. They are, you know, and people love having that collection on their shelves. I've seen it, it looks beautiful, but then you have all these different box shapes for the Queen. I don't, the city collection for the Queen games. I don't get it, but, you know, do what you want to do. The positive is it gets these games in more people's hands. I've been wanting to play. That's positive. I agree with that. And yeah, I want to play Macau, and and I probably won't play Macau now, but I I would like to play the new Hamburg version. And and people can't get Bora Bora. People can't get Bruges. So it's good that those are getting to more people's hands. I agree. My preference would have been just what you're saying second edition, second edition, or even just a reprint would have been fine. But. It is what it is. There we go. I'm ready to talk about our next 10 games.
1: I could sit literally and talk about this for another 30 minutes. But I probably would just sound like I'm saying the same thing over and over.
0: We're ready. Here we go. Make sure I'm recording on all areas here. Yep, we are good to go. All right. This is our twenty through eleven game. We're getting there. We're getting there. Twenty Slowly through eleven game,
1: games. Oh, I thought you said game.
0: Our top there games we go. twenty through eleven. This thing is not made for this, by the way. No the little uh, microphone wind, wind thing. Mm-hmm.
1: Windscreen. <laughs> windscreen. Yeah. For those who are listening to the podcast, Dean's windscreen was hanging off of his microphone and it was about to topple.
0: It's not a lot of wind coming through here, so I don't know how necessary that is. Oh, okay. Let's, let's All right. On that note. John is going to be starting off today. Let's because... see who wins this list. Okay, that's good. Okay. That's good.
1: All right, let's go. Let's dive right into this bad boy. My number 20 is Clans of Caledonia, which is ranked 53 overall. And, you know, I hate it, Dean, but I haven't played this one in a while. But it's one of those that, like, it's probably been a year. So it always makes you nervous about putting it on your list. But it's always one that I play and go, I should play that more often. Don't you think? Yeah. yeah. Because, I I mean, when you and I played this game, we liked it a lot. Um, For those who haven't played this game, you basically kind of have this player board that you're putting these things out onto the map, whether you're getting sheep or bread or whatever, and you're just, you're building this engine, but it's an economic type game where you're trying to basically buy low and sell high. Right. And, uh, whenever you're selling things, it's making the market value less whenever you're, you know, of course, um, when that's, there's ways to make it increase. I'm doing a great job explaining this game. <laughs> it's got to be your bowl. Ooh, it's can been like a while since I've played it. But anyways, um, and you have to get those contracts, those will export contracts, which can be so grueling in this because Dean took the one that I want and I've been planning for it. And it's a really excellent game.
0: There it is. I can't stop thinking about that now. You can get a good look at a butcher by sticking your head up a bull's butt. Yeah. Would you, would, uh, dang it, Richard. Oh. Yep. What's that from? You got that?
1: That is from Biodome. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Bio I Dome made you laugh. Biodome is an excellent an excellent movie. I watched Biodome a hundred
1: times when I was a teenager, probably.
0: <laughs> okay, I I had Clans of Caledonia on my list, I think even last year. And I gave this a nine when we... Yeah, when, that's a, I, I think that's right. I love this game. It didn't make my list this year, but for the exact same reason that you're talking about. I have played it online within the last year but it's just not the same. It's okay. it, it, that's any game but I really really love this game a lot.
1: Yeah, I that's you know that's on Board Game Arena. We should play that sometime.
0: Yeah, you know, John, p- quick plug here. We have a Residence of Meepletown like guild on Board Game Arena and we play games every day. It's true. Multiple times a day.
1: And I don't give a rats about it, apparently.
0: No. I feel terrible. Once you start playing async games, I think you would like it a lot more. Okay. Because then you can just take... I take about 10 minutes in the morning, and then if I have time in the evening, take that much time... Just to take a turn. Play my turns. On
1: several games.
0: Yep. I've got, I, I think, like nine on there, maybe five on... I know people who have hundreds going on, and I can't do that, but anyway, we should do that. There it is. I'll actually... I might be talking about some games... I have been playing on there. Okay. Like, I don't know. We'll see. My next one, my first one. I mean, twenty number number twenty game. Beep, burp, <laughs> We're <laughs> killing this one. Well functioning Puerto Rico.
1: Oh, it's because you got flustered because the colonizing theme and your Dean's a real nice guy. No, they're redoing it. I know. Yeah. He's a real nice guy, and he's always concerned that he's offending somebody. I love people. And I like to. I do. I, yes, and so I just like to call that out.
0: In Puerto Rico, you're colonizing people now they are redoing this there's it's there's true. a retheme in the make that's going to be happening i don't know what the differences are for that honestly i haven't looked enough into it no but that is not why it's it's dropped it's just this is another one i i played a ton a ton i mean yeah. this was like a top five game for me for a while yep um i, mean, I just you love this a lot of years game. yeah yeah I don't, I don't i guess i haven't logged all my plays in here i don't log a lot of my plays this has got 15 times that i've played i've played a lot more than that Anyway, in this game, you that a ton. You are you are selecting different actions and taking those actions based on the cards. And if you're the one choosing the action, I will get like if I choose this card that is a craftsman that lets me produce things, then I can take a better version of that action than anyone else, even though everyone else gets to take it as well. And then you are building up these buildings. You are um, putting these colonists on the buildings <laughs> you're putting the colonists on the plantations <laughs> oh my. Gaining more and more stuff and getting money so that you can get more victory points and that's it love this game a lot i'm i am really in in mm, enthused i guess i don't know if that's the right okay. word about the new the reimagining of this i will definitely check that out for sure anyway that is puerto rico my number 20 Woo. all right i'll do better well, are
1: you, so far, we're really just we're hitting it out of the park. Knocking it out of the park. Know, tell you what. My number 19 is a game is not on Dean's list.
0: Puerto Rico is number yet, 37 maybe.
1: overall, I think, by the way. Sorry about that. It's okay. I know that Dean loves my number 19, and he's been playing it lately. Ranked 43 overall. 35 strategy game. 8.1 on BGG uh, Vladimir Suki game, who I love. Underwater Cities.
2: Mm-hmm. There it
1: is. Some would say the Underwater Cities is the terraforming Mars of the sea. I would say it's way better if that's the case. And it's not quite, it's it's different. And I like it. What I like about it is even though you have all these cards and I think that's why people, you know, say it's like Terraforming Mars. You don't have 15 cards in your hand at one time, which is what I don't like about Terraforming Mars. Some people like that. I like how you have like three cards and you have these grueling decisions of, I want all three of these dang cards, but I can't have them. Hmm. What do I do, Dean? What do I do? And that's why I like the game. There's also... Some of these really satisfying moments of huge engine building, right? Like Obviously, you're like, do production and all kinds of stuff, man. You're getting all kinds of stuff, which I love. And I do like the card play, how when you play the card with the colors, you get the bonus for doing that if you play red on red, green on green, so forth and so on. Everything about
0: this game is, is, is pretty much fantastic. I would agree with this. I've, I've got a game, two games of this going on in Yucatan right now. Better in Two? person for sure. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. This is a fun game. This is a fun game. I am not very good at it. I'm going to talk about this one in a little bit though. Oh. Today.
1: I just want to say that um, if you hear a little weed whacking or <laughs> weed eating, there's a little weed eating going on in Meeple Town today. 100%. I just want to throw this out here for controversy. It's a weed eater. Prove me wrong, weed whacker fans.
0: Okay.
1: You say weed eater from Michigan? What are they saying? Which, I, in Michigan. I,
0: I, at this point, I say both of them. Do really just whatever. I open my mouth and something comes out. It's one of the two. Yeah.
1: And would you say in Michigan the predominant name is Weed Eater or Weed Whacker?
0: I always heard Weed Whacker growing up. And my That's dad, what I thought up north. My dad still says it. it that. Yeah,
1: there's a lot of weed whacking, but mm-hmm. we like to eat our weeds around here.
0: Eesh. All right. My number 19 is a game that I haven't played in a while either, but I know that I love it. It's Rising Sun. This is another mm. Eric Lang game. This is a command. game. You love him. Yeah. Uh, this is another area control game. I just love area control games. I think that's got to be my favorite, and I'm not it pretty much is, right? often great at them. But uh, this is going to be another challenge of finding these pictures that aren't just a bunch of components um, <laughs> to, to put on here if you're watching this online. So this, again, area control, interesting piece about this is you are taking these different actions. Actually, kind of like Puerto Rico, you're taking these different tiles, and you are choosing the choosing one of them to take an action, and then I'll get this action. And if I am tied with you, John, in the sense of like if you and I made this deal, we made this pact at the beginning of the round. Then you would stab me in the back. You could. You could stab somebody in the back for sure, but then you lose honor, and it's not always worth it to do that. But but you're going to get a, a bit of a bonus if you're teamed up with me, and I'll I'll get bonuses if I'm teamed up with you on the actions that you're taking. And you are seeding the board kind of with your with your different monsters just like all of these Eric Lang blood rage rising sun and Ankh games you can also draft monsters and your warriors just you know again like blood rage and then at the uh at the end of the round i guess you you're going to battle out all these different territories in a specific order and um get victory points that way now the the combat in this one Slows the game down a little bit, and some people don't like that, but it is it's an interesting auction mechanism of how you're going to battle things out. I really like this game. The problem is I just I just don't get it to the table, which mm. is frustrating because I think you would really like this one, John. I think you've
1: ever since we started Town, you've been talking about how we need to play this game.
0: Yeah, I don't want to like go crazy, but i I could see you if you like this better than blood rage, it wouldn't surprise me. For me it's wow. I mean obviously you know that serious. I love Blood Rage, but yeah, it's I mean a lot of people do. A lot of people like this is their favorite of those three games. And also each of the different factions plays differently. They have special abilities, which is a big plus because you don't see mm-hmm. that in uh in, in all games like that like Blood Rage. But anyway, there you go. That's uh that's Rising Sun, my number 19. This one's also really high. Let me see what it is on BGG. It is ranked uh 107 overall so not bad
1: sounds like you were expecting it to be ranked a little higher
0: i was thinking it was a top 100 game but still Maybe, 107 is crazy high yep i'm that's interested good. to know what Ankh is now but i'm not going to look that up right now
1: speaking of ranked 107 let's talk about a game that's ranked number two overall number two How about that okay brass birmingham
0: Ooh. did that did this make your list we'll see yes okay it's... Okay. We have a lot of overlap today. Yeah. Anyway.
1: I don't own this game. This and is one of my favorite designers, too. Yeah. Mark would, Wallace. Yeah, you love him, which is good. It's good. Uh, I don't own this game because my wife hated it whenever we played it. It was just too much for her, um, which I I kind of understand. Uh, but yeah, anyways, in Brass, I mean, you've got like uh, a lot of cool things going on. I think that... The main thing that I like about Brass, one of the main things that I like about it, is the fact that you have those two distinct eras in the game. That makes it feel like, you know, you have the rail age, you have the canal age. That makes it feel like there's this big shift. And I love that in games, that keeps you engaged. It's not the same thing for every single round, every single round, and you're just yeah, doing the same old, same old. You have to really plan in Brass for this big shift that's going to take place um with that coal kind of age that's coming and i love that about the game so cool i'll i'll the i'll wait and we'll talk about it more i don't want to steal all the dean's thunder because i think there's a couple games maybe that i've already talked about um that he's going to talk about later so i'm just gonna say i love that part about it and i'll talk more later probably yeah
0: there's a whole lot of things that i love yeah. about this game quite a bit i'm i'm surprised i knew this though when's the last time you and larissa played this
1: uh a year and a half ago or something okay. probably
0: this seems like something she would really enjoy i you know I it's know. it's
1: one of the yeah i think it's one of those things well it has a little bit of fiddly rules sometimes with the way the cards come out and then depending on your the age the tiles can be kind of weird the tiles you know? yeah and, and, and i think true. that that's what she wasn't excited about it it may be one of those like newton that we played recently which is just a lot heavier than newton that she goes wow why, why was i so confused there
0: yeah, I think this is a pretty smooth game once you once you have an idea of what you're doing. I think but so. It can, it can take a
1: minute to figure. To that kind of wrap out. your mind around a little bit. Yeah. yeah, yeah,
0: To get your bearings or whatever.
1: Yeah, I, and I think that this is one that if I owned and was able to play more often, it could be one of my top games of all time. Like, I mean, it is obviously, but I could see this as being like a top five game. It just I don't play it enough to be able to make it that. Yeah, but I love. I really like it a lot.
0: Yep. It's a fantastic game. There's also a digital implementation of this on Steam, which is fun Choo-choo to play baby. on there. So anyway, and and I think Lancashire is somewhere available to play online too. All right. Speaking of terraforming the sea, my number, what are we at? 18? You'll have to look that up for me. My number 18 is yes. terraforming Mars. This is ranked so, six wow. overall. I think this might be a little higher on your list maybe. I don't know. Oh, it's not you, have on you my talked list. about this? It's not on my top 50. Oh, <gasps> Gassed. It's not it's
1: not on my top fifty. Um
0: it should maybe be. Maybe be. It might should be. <laughs> I, I, I Oh man, Terraforming Mars is so good, so good. There's
1: this- some there's some really cool, satisfying things about Terraforming Mars that I like. If- but I, I, I've less liked the games where you have like a million cards. You're like, well, how do I make this? That's why I don't think I loved Arc Nova. Yes. I, and, yeah. I, and and like, I just I, like, if I don't play the game regularly, I don't know what matches with things as well. And so like, I think this is again, one of those like lifestyle games like Ark Nova would be that if I played it all the time, I might really like it. But since I don't, then I, I, yeah, it's it's fun. I I really like Terraforming Mars.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I I totally get that though. I th- I think you're pretty accurate on this on this one. It can be a longer game too depending that's on That's the who other you're pieces.
1: I usually don't play that long of games anymore.
0: Yeah. So this one again rank 6 overall, you are drafting cards and you're using those cards to terraform Mars. And that's not the only way. You can do it through these different actions that you can take outside of your cards by paying money or paying heat or mm-hmm. whatever to put forest out there, to put cities out there. You're going to put oceans. so once you reach the the correct temperature and all the Uh. oceans are out there (laughs) and the oxygen level gets to a certain level it's great game then you're going to uh you're going to end the game now that's one thing you can really delay the end of the game if things aren't happening quickly Mm -hmm. now somebody who plays this game a lot like uh, a tony in our area who plays this game a lot would say ah that's crazy it's still a pretty fast game but for the average bear like, oh yeah, that's there we back. That throwback to the throwback, podcast. Throwback. This is a podcast.
1: I'm just saying, if you're listening on, <laughs> if you're watching on YouTube, you don't get that reference. That's right. Meepletown, uh podbean.meepleTown.com. We're on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, all that good stuff. It's not iTunes anymore. It's Apple Podcasts.
0: Anyway, that's that's what you're doing, and there's a lot of card drafting in this one that can slow the game down as well. But I still really like it. Now, if you are, if you're like a diehard fan of all Dean's picks and you know, every pick that I've ever had, you might say, Hmm. Dean said he's talking about underwater cities, but he just talked about terraforming Mars. Uh I usually have terraforming Mars higher than underwater cities. I believe, I think that's right. Not this year. And that's partly because I played underwater cities more than I play terraforming Mars, the digital implementation, although I play it on the iPad frequently as well. I just I think this is really fun, but it's that bloated piece that you don't see as much in underwater cities that gives it the nod this year. So there anyway, who knows what next year is going to hold? That's my number something. So that is your number uh, eighteen. That's your number eighteen now. Eighteen terraforming yeah. Mars with Prelude, by the way. I got to throw that in there.
1: Yeah, that's yeah, that's pretty good. All right, Prelude's nice. Okay, my number seventeen is the biggest fall of one of my top games. On my list. Is this your number one? It was my number two last year, and it's now number 17. That's Ginkopolis. It's going to be off your list Um, next year. No, no. Xavier Jorge's game. Uh, Gink is really cool because it has tile placement. It has area control and majority and you build an engine with the cards that you're playing and you have those tough decisions that i love of i have these what, four cards i think in my hand which one am i going to play and how am i going to play it in multi-purpose cars because they can be used to do all kinds of different things expand the city build up in the city get resources or whatnot um i i love this game it's it's a phenomenal game it, it adds mashes together a lot of uh, mechanisms that I like and it's it sings beautifully um I think that it's fallen for me I because I've played it at two a lot and it's just not as good at two yeah I I, I like it but I think I've played at two too much um and it's kind of fallen a little and I, I don't know has it got a little samey for me? Maybe I got the expansion, which was really cool. Think you. if you're back to the podcast that we talked about, uh, second printings and stuff like that. I'm so glad they second printed this. I'm so glad they ha- include they have the expansion that you can get, and I do like the expansion, but I actually don't feel like it uh, just blows my mind or anything. Like I think I could play it fine without it.
0: Yeah, I have the first edition of this, and so I'm I'll stick with that. I think, but yeah, okay. it's a great game. I, I also love Ginkopolis. I will talk about that later. <laughs> wow. Right. That's an unbelievable
1: amount of crossover that we have. Yeah. Uh, we don't usually cross over that much.
0: And I feel like for games that you typically have ranked higher than me, like Brass Birmingham, I think you yeah. had higher last year. Gink, you had higher. Interesting. Mm-hmm. All right. My next one. Here we go. Seventeen. And speaking of crossover. Speaking of terraforming the sea, Underwater Cities is uh, all the things that John said. I, I really enjoy this game. I love that I can play this online. The, Im- the online implementation is really good. I actually just picked up the expansion for this because I did want those dual-layer boards. I say just. It's been months now at this point. But um, uh, yeah, I really like this game. It's funny because you might think, oh my goodness, what is this I'm looking at? Somebody really, really... Is that your copy? No. Wow. Oh, you're, you're not getting, seeing this on oh, the podcast, wow, but... Dean
1: oh, needs
2: to,
0: to over
1: here. take his computer <laughs> to another room while he's looking at this board game.
0: I guess somebody Just, took these submarines. Like, I got guess, them flush. 3D printed submarines and yeah, under. <laughs> and they, they can't even talk. So excited. Anyway, it looks great. I'm, I want to do this now. I want to 3D print some of these th- things out. <laughs> Okay, even talk. I was going to say, one of the games I played recently, <laughs> I built up, I think I had a city in every place uh, on the board, mm-hmm. and I lost the game. Wow. It, and it made me think. You must it, suck at the game then. Oh, Probably, yeah, I think I do. I've won some. I've won some games. You prob-
1: I think you've beaten me, so I must really be bad.
0: What I, what I wanted accurate. to get at with that, though, is this is one of those games you can do a lot of stuff and not score a lot of points. And sometimes I don't love that, you know. Cause sometimes I'm like, I want to be getting points for the things that I'm doing. Because
1: like I see all this. Look at like, look at my creation. My city looks
0: way better than yours, you know. Like you can have that mentality, but then you score more points because who cares what my city looks like? I'm getting points from other ways. I don't care in this game. I still like it. I I don't love the objective cards in this game, though. I will say that it seems like a, a weird tacked-on thing to me. And I recently heard a blue peg, pink peg. Um, I forget who he was talking about, saying that when they play it, they don't play with the objective cards. And I kind of want to try that next hmm. time. Especially for newer people if you're not yeah, I like those cards. aware of what's going on. It's just they tend to be kind of expensive. And anyway. Anyway, okay. it's it's it is what it is, but it's just it's not my favorite thing probably in the game. Ooh, somebody 3D printed some things to stack your little uh, buildings in as well. Wow. I need to get on here more often okay. and see what I can do to my game. I Underwater City's number 17. You down. <laughs> Woo. All hot and bothered. John, what's your number 16?
1: Uh, I want to apologize to Meeple Town for my number 16, <laughs> as I already have. Uh, there are times whenever you're wrong about games and dead wrong sometimes. I wasn't dead wrong about this one, but I was really wrong when I rated this initially 7.5 out of 10. That's Dune Imperium. From seven and a half out of ten to sixteen overall, at my top best games of all time, I is this the most? This is the most recent. I don't, Dean. You know he plays a game. I mean, the next day it's in his top five. That's just the way he does. For me, I gruel about letting these you know games that have come out the last year or two or whatever be in my top fifty. Uh-huh. This is the most recent. I'm pretty sure game that's even in my top 50 i don't think i have anything from 2020 do i 2020 2021 except for this does I that make know. you
0: better than me because yes, of that it does okay
1: <laughs> basically that's what i'm getting at <laughs> oh, okay no, i just wanted to clarify i'm better than you <laughs> my okay. list is better than yours okay all right
0: i had Dune Imperium uh, on my list uh, i'm
1: gonna hold my pinky finger up the whole time i talk about this but okay. you know what dean you were right about this over... No, actually, we rated it the same. Never mind, you weren't. I was going to try to give you some street cred, but no reason to. Rated
0: this? You Yeah, I Seven think we both
1: give it like that, didn't we? Or did you give it a higher than that?
0: No, I think it was like an eight and a half for me. Okay, well then, you're right. It's just I said I liked Arnak better at the yeah. time. So. Ooh,
1: someone's mowing Meeple Town now. I don't That'd know if you can hear it's that like or not. It's like they nuts. know. They heard you. I mean, like we don't even record anything anymore, hardly. Like the exact moment we decided to, they decided to mow. All right. Uh, So in Dune Imperium, what I love about it is simply, I like the worker placement, the way it works, and how you have so few, and it feels really, really tight. In addition to that, you have the card play that I think is just so excellent uh, in this game. You're playing a card, you're trying to make sure everything uh, matches up the best you possibly can. Building your deck over the course of the game, which is so uh, interesting, because I've played this times wherever what you just said about underwater cities where i think i've got the perfect deck and i lose because i take too much time worrying yes. about my deck uh-huh. and dean's just scoring points like that happened last time we played together like i was like man i've got a better deck than him but it took too long for me to get to it and he won and he won by several points i think but i like that about it. i get you know we play so many games that are who scores most victory points wins who scores most victory points i like it when there's another idea of uh wind condition or race two element of it and that's what this gives me and i love that and then i love the combat and those tough decisions of pushing my luck is dean gonna be able to pull off having a few more folks in his garrison ready to go garrisoned up and throw them into battle uh Uh, everything about this game sings and every time i play it i go god this is good yeah i got the first expansion is the second one out yet no not yet it's not right not yet uh and i i probably helped that I read the book and I hadn't read it before and that really upped it for me. Yeah. Because it just it helped it made this? me want the theme better and
0: yeah. It makes me want to read it again actually, or read some of the other books in the in the series. But I'm I'm with you. I think this is... my was... brother
1: read the Messiah and said it was really good.
0: Oh yeah. Just FYI. Okay. Ah, uh, okay. Might have to do that. Yep, I'm with you though. I think I think this is fantastic. The tension in this game is through the roof. I I'm I'm with you. There yep. it is. Uh, I think this game will probably rise overall.
1: For me. <laughs> this one could for me. I, I, my wife loves it. I love it. Every time we play it, it's just like th- I could play that again right now. You know, I
0: really had good. one play that wasn't my favorite because it took too long, and that that knocked it for me a little bit. But then I we played it again like a week or two after that, three player.
1: Yeah, we played with Brian who like, hadn't played oh, it before either, and it still went amazing. Fast. Yeah, you know, I mean, it was pretty quick. Yep. Yeah. All right, that was your number what? 16 overall. Number 16.
0: And it's also ranked, I think, number 16 or Number something. 15. 15, there we That's go. It's really close. All right, my number... 16. 16.
1: <laughs> it's not that complicated. <laughs> he's, still, number, he's still a little flushed. My number 16. looking at those uh, underwater cities. This will, this will cool me down a little bit. There's not a lot of great components in El Grande. <laughs> That's right. He just went from a, uh, beautif- be- a pretty woman to a...
2: Uh-oh. Not Here so. Where not are you going so. with this? All right.
0: <laughs> El Grande is not the new Hotness, John. This game came yeah. out in 95. This is ranked 87 overall. It is another area control game done differently than the other ones I've talked about today. Uh, it, it's pretty unique, too, because you are, you are basically... You're playing a card in front of you that's going to say, here's how many troops that I'm going to get. Mm-hmm. However, this number is going to determine my player order. So if you play a higher number you're going to get less troops but you're going to be able to go quicker in turn order Mm -hmm. i may have reversed that but anyway you get the idea yep and then you're going to in player order draft these cards that allow you to take your actions and those actions are really interesting they're you know moving new troops out there they're they're scoring different areas it's all kinds of things that can happen and i just love how all that plays out Mm -hmm. um this is this a new version of this? What is this that I'm looking at? Oh, you can't get a look. That's an online that's version. That's an online version. Okay. Anyway, love this game. What do you play? What is it online? Is it on Steam? Excuse I me. I haven't seen it on there, but I'm going to go back and look. Uh, that You can play this on Board Game Arena. Yes, I've played yeah. it. Oh, Meeple they Towns have on. it on Board Game Arena? Yes. Uh-huh. Oh, that's Most funny. of the games that I'm talking about I can play on Board Game Arena. I haven't played this one in a while. This is actually Meeple Town, residents of Meeple Town Guild of Board Game Arena. We need to get some games go grande going. Yes, yeah, I played both of those. Anyway, <sighs> yeah. love, love this game so much. And it's, you can play a lot of players. It's pretty easy to introduce to new players. This actually can be, it is very It can easy. be a gateway it for is. this genre can. for yep. sure. But actually, 100%. We, well, last time we, one of the last times we did a, a church game day, we introduced it. It was new to everybody, I think, but me. And we yep. played the full count of five players. And everyone grasped it very easily. I mean, yeah, I,
1: even players that hadn't really played many games. Yes, like just played a few. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, El Grande, my number sixteen. Great game, great choice, man. But uh, I say that. Wait, it is your number sixteen. My number fifteen. Uh, let's just say it, the name it's of this game hard. is actually the title of Dean's list. That's Bora Bora.
0: I don't. I don't get it. You're saying my list is boring.
1: Can I be honest with you? I came up with that one an hour or two ago, and I've been waiting to say it the whole
0: time. (laughs) It seems like you could have come up with something better at that time. I mean,
1: literally, I've been waiting since we started recording the podcast to say it's the title of Dean's List. (laughs) The funny thing
0: is our list is... Almost exactly the same today. There's I know. A lot of That's why
1: it didn't really feel right, <laughs> but it still was satisfying to say.
0: This game's great, by the way. So good.
1: I, so played, good. Uh, I played Bora Bora two nights ago with my wife. Um, Stefan Feld game and it is dean it is phenomenal in this game you are basically you have these objectives that you're trying to hit but they come so fast and furiously it feels like in the game um and you have three die that you're rolling and when you have those dice you're only getting three actions unless you do some combo stuff which is all about the game right
0: that's all stuff on field games yes mostly.
1: that's right and what's i think is intriguing the more i play this i wasn't sure if i liked the dice rolling part of it in You know, when I first started playing it, Um, you can roll bad. Now, there are and there are card God cards to mitigate that. But there I would say there could be a little bit of luck to the game based on that. But what's intriguing is the higher the dice value, the more powerful your action. However, when you go to a worker spot and place your die on there, if Dean has placed a five on there already, I can't place it on there unless I place a four or less or I have a God card that allows me to do that, which can be interesting because let's just say i chuck, you know, three sixes and i'm like all right that's high you know big powerful actions but dean chucks a 2 3 and a 1 mm-hmm. it, when he goes there i'm screwed like i can't i can't do anything about it or it can be really bad too if you just roll three of the same number which i don't i hate that you know like i hate when i'm like hey there's three fours you're like dang it because i can't go lower if i want to do the same action twice mm-hmm. So that mitigates, like you know, sometimes you want. I kind of like a mixture of high numbers with some lower numbers. I do
0: too. I, I like. I like in games where it's not the high number is always better, and this yeah, is one of those examples right. of that.
1: And then that's and then you're going out and you're doing some kind of type of kind of area majority, not really area majority. You're kicking people out for points at the end of the game here on this map. You're exploring. You're getting jewelry. You're getting men and women to work for you, I guess, or they're in your tribe in your civilization I don't know I can't I don't know what the theme is and you're <laughs> tattooing them yeah. and different things like that and it's so fun it, it's it's such a satisfying game and it, it's a really great length I think you know two players we probably played it in an hour and a half at the most uh, maybe a little less than that and just loved it
0: yep fantastic game Bora Bora one of uh, it's a top five field for me I'm pretty sure I think that's right if you want top three I can't remember
1: if you want to hear grumpy John come out go back and listen to the podcast and we I went on a little bit of a rant about how I am not thrilled with the way Queen Games is handling these these re- I, I,
0: next next year when John done, does the list it's going to be Cuzco instead yes. of Bora Bora.
1: I, I I and this is just for the YouTubers out there that are watching on YouTube. I just want to say I if they just did reprints of the games, you know, I um, would be cool with that and I'd be super happy that more people got into their hands. I hate I, I liken it to the Beatles deciding to re-record their albums do all new artwork, change the titles of it and here's the new and improved Sgt. Peppers or here, you know, here's a new and improved Revolver I'd be like no why are you doing that they're already so good it's weird it's almost cringy to me and I hate it.
0: My number 15 game of all time <laughs> is Imperial Settlers, Empires of Number the Number 15,
1: Bora Bora. <laughs> <laughs> talk about cringy picks.
0: This is a Portals game game, Portal Games game. <laughs> you love and this game. I love this game so much. I love that there's different factions. All the factions play out so differently. You know, I actually started to do a video on this and I never was able to complete it because I wanted to get the newest expansion and I have it and have played it and I just never went back to the video of ranking all of my different factions. So this game, it's like Imperial Settlers, if you've played that. It's like 51st State, if you've played that, where you are just playing cards and you have to pay the resources to play the cards. And the cards do lots of different things. They might give you production. They might allow you to take different actions. They might just give you points at the end of the game or whatever. The difference in this game and the other two is that you have, and by the way, I've kept all three of these games in my collection. I don't know if I should, but it is what it is. This game adds the element of worker placement, which I like that a lot because it helps you kind of get more of a boost at the beginning of the game, and it helps you get started, you know, a little bit faster. And so you can take an action to play a card, even if you don't have the resources for it. You can take resources, you can uh, lots of things, lots of things you can do with the worker placement actions, and I think that's it's just really interesting. You only get two of those, but you can use them multiple times potentially if you have food to be able to place those and. Then you have these uh, uh, different islands that you're going to go to and get these new cards that give you different things. I love this game so much, and I love that the different factions change it. Now, there's an expansion for this one coming out this year. I don't think it's out yet. This year or next year? I can't remember. I'd have to go back and look that I'm really excited about. I'm hoping it does to this game kind of what in Imperial Settlers, that expansion, the Rise of the Empire, I think is what it was called, or something like that. did did to that game. So it's called Wrath, Wrath of, of the, the Lighthouse. lighthouse. Uh, I don't know much about this expansion. That's I just nice know n- that's
1: that sounds really weird. Like can a lighthouse be wrathful?
0: No, probably
1: not. I'm actually uh I'm intrigued. Story driven solo. Oh, it's a story
0: driven solo campaign, which is pretty exciting cuz the solo in this is already fantastic. Yep.
1: Wrath I Love lighthouse. this game.
0: I wish John. I wish you loved this game more. I really do. Yeah, I don't. This would be one that I. I, I did at play first. Remember?
1: Remember how much I loved it when we first played it several years ago. The initially original. Uh huh. And then I just. It just. I don't know. Your taste have changed. You yeah. don't like
0: this style of game as much.
1: I don't. I don't. I, I would play it if you wanted to play it. I, I wouldn't be excited about it. But it's so.
0: It's the combos. It's so good. So good. For me, better than you know. Underwater Cities and Terraforming Mars slightly, even though they have some similarities. That blasphemous. Similarities to Terraforming Mars, I guess, but anyway, that is How can
1: you say this is better than Terraforming Mars and Underwater Cities?
0: Imperial Settlers Empires I'm not, of the North. I'm not
1: hating on the game.
0: It's ranked 403 overall. That's that's a crime.
1: I think we should boo you. Uh, okay. We should social bully you. <laughs> that's a I joke. I want to know if other people like this That's a joke. Game. Please don't do
0: Imperial that. Settlers is 269 overall. It's yeah.
1: There you go. Anyway. All right. My number 14 is where we're at, right? My number 14 oh, is man. a game. I'm, hey, this has not been on my list Speaking ever. Speaking of booing. New to my list, I'm gonna teach you about what a good game is. What That's is it? That's it. Teach you. Bless you. Do you mind handing me a teach you? <laughs> uh, um, okay. Okay. This is for years, Rook was my. I grew up playing Rook was my trick taking game. It's like you know, eating shepherd's pie, like homie. I got. You know, I like playing Rook or whatever. I kept hearing about this teach you, and I've never played it until this year. I just kind of kept going. Yeah, I'm. Every time I play a new trick taking game, I'm not really that intrigued like i'm like oh it's fine okay they that's cool whatever i will say that i don't even love calling this a trick-taking game though i'm building up to that it's more of a card shedding game with partners and you do win tricks kind of but it feels way way different what what do you mean what
0: it's a trick-taking game
1: yeah but it's you don't always play in every other trick-taking game i think i've played you it goes around clockwise yeah. and you have to play a card In this one, you might not be able to play a card because in this one, if I lead with two sevens, Dean has to play two cards that are identical, that are higher. So, we would have to play two eights or nines or jacks or whatever like that. If I play a full house, Dean has to play a full house to get in on this action, but it has to be higher. And then there's four cards that do different things, like the dog switch, you know, who's going to lead this turn and and interesting pieces like hey there's a phoenix that can be wild but whoever wins that trick if that's a negative 25 points or the dragon that is the highest single card in the game but if you win that trick you give it to one of your opponents but at the end of the round whoever goes out last has to give their cards to the opponents so Interesting pieces of yes I won this And I'm going to give it to Dean because Dean's not Looking good on this hand and I think He's going to go out last so we're just going to get it back I can't go through all the details of this This game if you like trick Taking games I'll say that Card shedding games this game is so Freaking good and it's at First glance I didn't realize How deep it was Strategically because I feel like that's one Thing that a lot of trick taking games Kind of hurts them is it's kind of scripted right do you feel me on that like yeah. like well, there's that's there's trick taking ca- games in general yeah like you like you pretty much know what you're supposed to do most of the time and there are a few moments in a lot of trick games okay what do i do this game there's a lot more to that there's a lot more difficulty in trying to figure out oh man i'm going to play this but if they have a bomb and bomb me right now i'm in trouble there's a just a, uh, i've i've got seven cards in a row that i can play as a straight but dean just played a five card straight i can beat him right now to take the lead <laughs> but if i do that then I, those other two cards that i could have got rid of i still they're still in my hand you need that was perfect i really do timing. need to teach you i know that was perfect timing what a wonderful game if you haven't played this and you like those trick tank games get it to the table dean's played it on he's he's played it online and said multiple times i don't even know what i'm doing and he's giving it a and he's being negative towards
0: it. Oh, I'm not negative towards it. Oh, yeah. It. I just need to this play This
1: game it. is great, Dean. You would love it. It's phenomenal. I, 14 overall, from zero to
0: hero. I feel bad for my partner on that game right now that we're playing. Again, a Residence of Meepletown <laughs> game going on. That's because I, I don't know what I'm doing. I, so you talking about it, I'm gonna go back and listen to the podcast because I wasn't listening to you then. Yeah, maybe I can good. hear some some tips that will help me play in the game that I'm playing currently.
1: Okay, we'll just we just need to play online sometime and I'll teach you. Okay, you'll teach <laughs> me. Teach okay, you. fourteen teach you. Love it.
0: All right, my number fourteen got it right this time is Everdell. Everdell is another card game. This is ranked thirty thirty overall. By the way, teach you is one ninety five. Yeah, that's really high. That game came out. Dude, in it's 90, uh, it's unbelievable. Yeah.
1: Well, it came out before then, but well, never mind. I'm not going to explain that.
0: Oh, okay. Uh, good. Thank you. So, yeah. <laughs> Everdell, number 30 overall. Overall, People really love this game, too. It's been on your list for ever since it came out. This game is really similar to Imperial Settlers Empires of the North in a lot of ways, where you're tableau building, and you are placing workers out. I mean, really, that's that's really similar to um, to that game. This one has cute yeah. little woodland creatures, and you got a nice little tree in it, which is nice. The expansion stuff in this is really cool, really well done, but but that's it. You're building these cards out into your tableau. You can only have 50 into your, your village or whatever it's called, and uh, those cards do different things. They give you victory points at the end. Some of it's set collection for getting certain types of cards, and you'll be able to go claim these different rewards that give you victory points. Ultimately, at the end of the game, once you've played through all four seasons, you're going to be... Collecting uh, any in-game victory points that you need to get, and that is the end of the game. I really like this one a lot. This is one, man. If I had two games, like these are the only games I could play. Yeah, you pro- yeah that makes sense. Everdale, Imperial Settlers, Empires in the North. Yeah, they're just I, they're just so much variety with these two games too. Especially when you add in the the different expansion stuff for this game. Super pumped about the new expansion things coming into. Um, uh, into my mailbox hopefully this year I think it's this year super pumped about that I just I love this game so much there it is all the bits are really good in this game components nice
1: it's a a great game I I really enjoyed it the first time I played it every time I use it as a step up from a gateway game the people just love it like and want to buy it immediately so it's fun yep good choice Everdale
0: number 15 that's how you talk about a game quickly
1: Well, there you go you
0: talked about a trick taking game for like three hours (laughs)
1: let me rephrase that let me say this again. Everdell number 14, actually. You said 15. Oh. You said 15 twice. I, <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know how many 15s you need to have. 14.
0: You can see the numbers on your computer, and I cannot. Yep.
1: All right. My number 13 is one that's been on my list for a very, very long time, and that is a Russian Railroads, which they're coming out with a new, talking about reprints, <gasps> putting Ultimate. them all together. And I don't have those expansions. All I actually had was the original. I sold it because I was so excited about getting the new one. And. Good lord, how long is it going to take for this game to come out? <laughs> There's like bad cuts or something like in America and US. I've been I think they were supposed to have it towards the end of last year and it's still it's just in some kind of limbo. You, you can
0: play Ultimate online too.
1: I know. I've been waiting to get the hard copy though, yeah. the physical copy. I really really want it. Can't wait to get it. But in this game, worker placement, good combo reaction, super satisfying as you press forward your tracks and you lay your tracks. Right. I mean, isn't that, Dean? It feels great to move the tracks forward. Yes. It does. It feels so good. You can't, you have to move certain ones forward ahead of other ones. Like, you can't just shoot the other ones ahead. So you're like, oh, I got to move this forward so I can get this forward so then I can get this combo over here. So satisfying and so good. Love it. Choo-choo, man. Russian Railroads, choo-choo.
0: I wish I was better at this game. I do. This is a game I want to be really good at. And I just, I'm not. I'm just not. That's yeah, probably it,
1: why it's so high for me.
0: It's this thing triggers this thing that triggers this thing. Oh, that's good. In this in this sense, it's really good. I love this game too. I think it's fantastic. It just
1: there's just so many. It just feels satisfying. Sometimes combos are like, oh, I did a lot of combos, whatever. For some reason, in this game, it just satisfies me. Mm-hmm. It's like a big old palitators.
0: Yep. I, the engineers are always fascinating to me in this one too. Like getting yep. your own worker placement spot. Yeah, I, that's cool. I want to do that anytime I can. Even if I don't even care about that tile, I want to right. do it
1: anyway uh, yeah i'll give it to me Get russian out railroads is number your number 13 russian railroads 13
0: what was that overall did you say
1: oh uh, i don't think i said okay i can go back
0: my, uh, my 103 th- 103 my number 13 is a brand new game john i was just waiting for this one. Oh, a brand Uh-oh. spanking new game called foundations of rome okay let
1: me say something about it <laughs> let me say something about this okay Excellent pick. <laughs> yeah? I usually don't okay. say that about new games. Okay, Foundations Rome is freaking awesome. And I uh, love Emerson Matsuchi. I think he makes great games. I don't have a problem with you putting it that high in your list. It's that good. That's man. why everyone's selling it. But I'm so, so happy Box, right now. There is, I am not paying $300 for this game. Did you do the, no, the new Kickstarter? No, what was I'll, it on the new Kickstarter? It's a good game, man. But I just, there's very few games that I would pay anywhere close to that much money. And it's a shorter game, and you gotta set it all up. I mean, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. But it looks beautiful, and I have a great time playing it. Awesome. If they ever come out with like a chiller version of this, you know, for sixty bucks with cardboard or something, I'll buy it the second it comes out. If I can get this on the DL from somebody for one one fifty, I'll buy it. Yeah. But I'm not, I need the expansions, and I don't need to pay $300 for
0: Yeah, it. and that's, that's one thing. So one of the negatives I hear when people talk about this game is I would love... Oh, that's interesting. Somebody's got some... We're going to see some upgrades on here. So people don't like the idea of a highly produced game that is fairly light. Yeah. And I totally get that. I don't agree with it, but I get why people... Yeah, they can do whatever way. they want. Yes, that's right. For me... This game is light when you're playing the base version of it, but when you add in all the expansion stuff, it's not a heavy game, but it's midweight, and that's more of my jam. Usually I like it more in the midweight. But the expansion stuff is really cool, adding the monuments, adding the different objectives, adding the, you know, the different cards that you put into the deck, adding uh, what else am I forgetting? Your your own special card that you start off with at the beginning it gives you mm-hmm. a special boost. All of those things and and more, I really, really enjoy playing with all of it. But here's the thing, I love this game just playing the base game. I've played this a ton with the base game and, and introduced it to a lot of different people at this point. My wife and I really enjoy playing it at two, but it also plays great at a higher player count. I don't think I've played it at five yet, but I've played it at every other player count. I think that's right. Anyway, I love this game so much. I just think it's fantastic. Who knows where this will be next year, but this is a game that I would imagine I'm going to continue to get a lot, a lot of plays, a lot of plays this year.
1: So here's a question I have, because I've thought about it. It's, I think it's 140, if I'm wrong, 140 for the base game with no expansions. Dean, is it worth it? Because I'm, I'm being serious. Like I, always, I just thought, man, I felt like when we played, the expansions were really added a lot to it. And I just couldn't say, man, is it really worth 140 or 150 or whatever it is for just the base?
0: I would say maybe. Maybe, okay. It really depends on where you're at. For me, would I get it just for that? Maybe not. Maybe not. I don't know. I don't know. Um, yeah, I'd really have to think about that. But it's the, the thing is, like, how much am I getting it played? If you look at it, if I get this game that is super, super heavy and the same price and I'm getting this played, you know, 5 times more than that other game, then I'd say yeah, it's worth it if you enjoy it. So for me it would be I guess it would be worth it, but I don't I can't say that it would be for everybody for sure. I like I tend to like lighter games than what you do. Mm-hmm. But at the same time I like heavier games too and yeah. I just I don't always have to have my games being really heavy. I need to paint my set. Is what I need to do. After looking at these pictures, I know that I need to paint my I need to paint my set. There it is. Okay, that is Number thirteen, right? That's right? Foundations of Rome, the new hotness. Number twelve, Keyflower. Eight twenty overall on BGG. Yeah, okay, that's good. Twelve Keyflower. Keyflower is my number
1: twelve game. It is phenomenal. It is ranked eighty-eight overall. Um, I still remember the time, the day. This was our second podcast episode. Remember that? Oh yeah. Uh-huh. And I liked it, and didn't love it as much. Uh, I. Now I just absolutely adore this game. I mean, it's so fun. Talk about You talked about auctions, Dean, but the way that the auction mechanism is intertwined, that's one thing that when it comes to auction mechanisms in games, sometimes I don't like them because I feel like it pauses the action for too long.
2: Mm -hmm. you know what I mean like it's like
1: oh we were doing some cool things this one it flows seamlessly in the game because you're auctioning why you're going to worker placement so you're going oh man I want to put two meeples over here but I really need this spot and if I don't do that if I don't Put the meeples. Dean's going to do it. I know it. And it's going to cost me three, and I don't have three. And so all those tough decisions and kind of building kind of an engine of, uh, you know, getting some resources and then getting the ones that, you know, you know, helping to score points and you're expanding and you're flipping over tiles and you can go on Dean's if you want to and take, you know, some action over there, but he's going to get your meeple at the end. Cool. Phenomenal. Straight up amazing tile laying Euro Number twelve, key flower, I love it.
0: Yeah, so many unique things in this game. I like it a lot. It was on my list. I don't remember what number I had it at this point, but this was on your list already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've talked about it already. Oh, last week maybe? I think I talked about last week. Hope it was last week. Yeah, I think that's right. I yeah. This game is phenomenal. Phenomenal. Number twelve, key flower. Yep. Also, kind of complicated, and I am not good at it. All right, my number 12 is game John's already talked about today. That's Brass Birmingham by there you go. Martin Wallace. Again, number two overall. So many things that I like about this game. First, I've mentioned this before, but the first time I played this game, I was so, I guess, confused might be the right word as to how <laughs> the game was going to play out once you reset the board. So the first part, you're building canals, then you're building railroads in the second half. When I built canals, and then you take all those off. It's like, how are you going to put all these railroads out? And then the building just, then the building actions just get crazier and crazier. And uh, I, I really, really love this game. The interaction. There's, there's two things, especially the player interaction is great. Player interaction is phenomenal because you can tear things or take things from other people, but you're getting a benefit. They're getting a benefit for it. The more resources I take off John's tile, the more likely he's going to be flip able to flip it and score that. Yeah. And so that's really cool interaction. Also, the game is just smooth. You're taking one action. The actions that you're taking aren't difficult. The game can be complex, but the mm-hmm. actions themselves aren't really. You're just playing a card and taking an action, and I, I love that. I love this game so much, and I prefer this to Lancashire overall. But I, yeah, it, it just seems more streamlined and seems more of a elegant type game to me. I would put wow. this in that cal- category of elegant.
1: There it is. Love last it. Birmingham. Love that game. That was my number something.
0: Now your last one for today. My number 11 is This is gonna make brrr. Steve O'Rourke very happy. Really? He loves this game? I think
1: so. Heaven and ale. Oh man. I think it yeah, I think it's him. I'm a Kiesling fan. This is a kiesling Schmidt game. Ah, oh, I love Rondell's. And in this game, you've got a big old Why don't you click on some pictures there? You're just staring at 290 it. 290 overall. 290 overall. Oh, that's you were waiting for that. Yep. My bad. My mm-hmm. B, dude. Um, you're going around this rondel, and while you're doing that, you're collecting these hexes. And as you're placing them on your board, you're deciding: Do I put it on the sunny side, or do I put it on the shady side? And man, one side gets you points, and one side gets you points cash. <laughs> and so it's it's tough decisions, right, on like what to do on these. And you have these little guys holding little monks holding beer that you're trying to get up to go up a track. It th- reminds me kind of of like th- what I liked about. Uh, Russian railroads. It's just satisfying watching them go up and it's difficult to do. It's a struggle. Yeah, Yeah. and that's what I like. I love games that are struggles and it's like, you don't just go, oh, I move this, oh, I move forward. 20 spaces. And some people love games like that. My wife likes that. She likes to score 400 points and, you know, to feel like, and I like it when it's more of a a difficulty or struggle or whatever and you, yeah, I moved up one spot. It took me three turns, but I did it. What's the deal with that
0: (laughs) person? (laughs) I've got a picture showing up on here if you're listening to the podcast. It's a meeple with like it's a, de- a deformed people is what it is. It's
1: got a a cone head shooting out the back. Kind yeah, of it. it's like wow. a speedy. Like wow, it's a yeah, it's, a, it's the Flash. Yeah, it's so good. This game is wonderful. I love everything about it. If you like tie lane games, kind of puzzly games, also
0: racing to complete the objectives is yeah, because really
1: cool. like that you have that those tactical decisions of where to move, how far to move forward, and do I grab it now? Because if I don't grab this spot to score, then Dean might. And oh no, I don't know what to do. It's just so fun. Um, Cakes and more is a good expansion to it. It loosens it up a little bit, a little yes. little looser. So if it's too tight for you, um, I like it both ways. I can play it with expansion or without it. Heaven and ale, amazing.
0: I tend to like the expansion a little bit better, but yeah. I, the cool thing is those monks. The tiles that come out better the monks. Um, sometimes you want to race ahead because you want to get those, the ones that are more valuable than the other ones. So it's it encourages you to kind of jump farther than you might normally, yeah. especially towards the end of the game. You're right, this is a great game. I like this one a lot. So good. Another great Was it on your list? It was not. Ooh, it was not. Yeah. That's a bad decision. Yeah, I don't think you so.
1: You love you love beer games. Mm-hmm. I don't even know if you like to drink beer, but you
0: like beer games. Yeah, I do. I do. Okay. Yeah, I like I like all of that, but uh Taverns of Tiefenthal is another one that that fits in that theme that didn't quite make my list this year either. We're going to do our top 100 we're going to do an episode where we just blast, blast through our other 50, because there's a lot of games that yeah. you say. I'm surprised it's sitting on your list, and it will be on that one. So My number 11, and the last one we're going to talk about today, is one that John's already talked about. That is Ginkopolis. Oh, okay. I've not played the expansion of this one. and Wow, I'm,
1: and you still have a number 11.
0: Yeah. I don't know if I need to, necessarily. Yeah. But I also haven't... I, yeah. The experts not, are pretty cool. I've not played this one as much as you, I don't think, if I had to guess. Because it hasn't felt samey to me because of the player interaction.
1: It shouldn't be same. I mean, I'm saying like, that's right. I don't, this this is like that player interaction area majority type of game that shouldn't feel really saying there's no reason it just has a, It just for some reason it's gotten a little bit old and i think it's just because i've played a two-player anyway yeah
0: yeah it's funny again another player uh not player uh, another area control game that is on my list this one gets more of a nod than the other ones because of the different mechanisms that it has because of the drafting that's involved in <laughs> this uh, yeah all of all of those things the the um, engine building, I really enjoy the engine building yeah. of this game. So much to really like about this game. Another game that's really kind of difficult for me to grasp, I I tend to not do as good of a job as controlling these areas to get the points at mm-hmm. the end game scoring, which ends up really hurting me a lot, but I still, I still really love it. Fantastic yeah. game. That is Ginkopolis, my number Boom. 11. All right, that's it. That is it. Let's uh, let's finish this up next week and then we can talk about some other things.
1: That's right. Top 10. And then I've got some games that I, I at least got one game in particular. I'm, I'll just throw it out on the air. I want to review Carnegie. Did you play that? <laughs> no. Jonathan texted. I was like, I've had about uh, that? many okay. people post and text me or something saying I really love this game. So I'm trying to put Dean in a hard spot right now to where if he says no, if you want us to review Carnegie put it on the podcast and if i mean on the board game geek guild 347 if you don't
0: tell us i have to play the physical version is, of this game and i, I don't I, have, understand, I don't understand what's going on in this game when i play it online i heard it's not that bad though no I, I i bet that's the case but sometimes it's harder for me to grasp online than it is in person are you interested in that game yeah oh yeah yeah i'd like to play this one can you
1: can you say what game that you have right now that you would most like to review
0: we've got a few by the way we've yeah. got a few uh we just got uh lacrimosa from is that what it's called from it's the mozart game from uh devere games just came in the mail haven't had a chance to play it yet planet unknown is one that darren picked up for me the red cathedral expansion we've got a lot of stuff down the pipe that i'm ready i'm ready to start reviewing stuff
1: i just got uh, it's a wonderful kingdom coming Ooh i want to play that I one know, too. I, yeah because you liked it's a wonderful world a lot right
0: yeah oh yeah cool all Trendvon right von legends you care about that one? I don't even know what that I'm is. I'm painting it up so that you'll be happy. Yeah. you like when games are painted.
1: Maybe we'll do uh, I pick one, you pick one. If we, that's probably not a chance for us to play them
0: both. <laughs> That'll be two, two or three weeks. I'm not quite sure. Probably three weeks. I think is when okay. that's, that's gonna. Oh, I don't know. Anyway, coming up, we're gonna get back to reviews. We're gonna start looking at more new hotness. Outside of just foundations of Rome in my time. There you go. Fifty, John, tell people how they can get in touch with us. All right, if
1: you're enjoying our podcast, we'd love for you to put a little rating on there on Apple Podcast or whatever you're listening on. If you are on YouTube, we'd love that thumbs up, that little subscribe. Hit the subscribe button and bell for notifications. If you want to support we're doing. Go to patreoncom meepletown. We're at Meepletown Games on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and we're board game geek guild 3407.
0: Thanks for coming down to Meepletown.
1: How do you feel like when I put you on the spot like that? Does it like, that's one of my favorite things to do is to put people on the spot and make them uncomfortable.
0: What what are you talking about?
1: Like with the Carnegie thing. Like, I know that's not a big deal, but like, I'm just like, Hey, I'm going to throw it out there. And if people don't like Dean, you know, Dean always tries to get to do what he wants to do. (laughs) 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 I want the people to revolt if they really want us to I don't that.
0: mind being put on the spot. I I You seem to do you're pretty cool under pressure. Yeah, I'm I am a yeah, I am. I, I you can throw me into something in that might be uncomfortable. I don't have to have a plan, I guess is what I'm getting yeah. at to go into a situation. I usually feel comfortable either way.
1: I had a friend's wife tell me that I do that all the time and she really doesn't like it. Mm-hmm. Like she's like I don't like it. you ask uncomfortable questions. You put people in uncomfortable situations just so you can kind of see what happens, and honestly, oh, now that's a different. That's, yes, you do that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's and that's a little selfish on my
0: part. Uh, I think that's different than putting somebody on the spot, though. Like you just make people feel uncomfortable.
1: Well, I, I'll ask. I'll ask a question that people want to know the answer to,
2: but no one wants to ask the question. You know, mm-hmm. and I just do it.